Also, guys, thanks for like totally bearing with me this week. You Sorry, I was so pushy about it. I didn't no, want to. I, I didn't want to be too pushy about it. It's, this is just, just a hobby that we do. Like, <laughs> but it's also a hobby that brings me joy. Yeah, so I'm like, I want to do it. It's just this happens to be like the worst week worst ever. Week ever. But I'm glad that we're doing this, even if it's not like a real episode. Okay, thanks. It's a real mini episode. It's a real mini bonus episode. I'm going to leave that in. Speaking of, <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Maya. Lisa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight Uh So here's the thing, listeners. We're, we're here. We're showing up. Yeah. We are just dedicated enough to make sure that we have content for you this week, but yeah. not dedicated enough to do a real episode this week. A lot's been going on. So, <laughs> listeners, I'm going to pull out the scrap of paper and a four-color pen. Let's see. <laughs> Today's the 19th. This episode yeah. is going out on the 19th. So that's Hopefully. the 19th covered. Um, no, it's going to happen. I'm going to edit this right after this. But yeah, by the way, it's Saturday time. morning. <laughs> it's cartoon time. Um, and in my pajamas. Can you- Perfect. Do you see I'm wearing my Hex Girl shirt? Nice. <gasps> That's a good one. I know. Hex Girls gonna play a spit on you. Okay, so next week. I'm gonna say we're skipping next week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, next Let's week's say, our break week, right? We already agreed the on The three that. of us celebrating Christmas. We never actually landed on anything. We just discussed. Oh, I assumed that we landed on it for my own mental sanity. <laughs> No the three episode. of us celebrate Christmas, so we're going to be off next week, and then there's a chance that we'll be off the week after that. I think that, like, I'm here, I'm sitting around, I think right. I'm going to want to chat with right. the gals after Christmas. Technically, but not I am off work. That's that's what I want to say. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say January 2nd is no guarantee, but I would very much like to put out an episode on that Right. Day. Okay. Yeah. Now that I'm not technically working anymore, I'm really hoping that uh, I'll be chill. I'll be chill. <laughs> we'll I will say see. that I would, I'm the main hinderer of progress on the podcast. That's not true. It is true. <laughs> That's only true this week. Yeah. I don't it's know. I feel like different it's true ones of us. <laughs> okay. So you like might have like, you know, a run, but we all have weeks where we're like, mm, what about we do it tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and you're like uh it's eight o'clock and I'm still working (laughs) so anyways fam we're here um we have some listener letters to read we're gonna talk about Christmas yeah we are that's that's what we're doing this is our holiday episode of twilight phase we hope that you are getting some time off we are sort of getting time off we're supposed to be getting time off. The work is rolling into the break a lot more than it usually does. But I hope you're getting time off. But it's fine. It's chill. Whatever. It's fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> now I'll just do my work in my pajamas instead. That's true. At least it's a slight improvement. Right. I haven't put a bra on since like March. Oh my god. Really I ha- a bra is essential to like put me in the mind space of like getting work you done. Have to- yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't think I get. I have to have a bra, and I have to wear socks. Right, Those are the we discussed two things the that I need to work. I hate socks, but now that I'm at my parents' house, it's very, very cold, and so I've oh, been they're forced necessary. to wear socks. <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me. A very important thing 
I'm going to try to remember to share a postcard, um, but postcard. who knows if I'll actually get around to that. Thank you to Karen Valcarce for sending me. Wait. Did you get Wait. yours? You didn't no. get yours? No. Well, you know, the well, mail's really backed up. You know what? Let's extend some grace to the mail system. Okay. Shit. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. We've I been promise. getting a lot of packages here and okay, I've been go looking ahead. out. Maya, go ahead. You didn't actually say what it is. I got the most amazing little gingerbread vampire man <laughs> with little blood coming out of his fang and it says, fight me. <laughs> but like his arms are up in the gingerbread post. So it's very cheerful. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for sending it. I love it. Oh, and it's glittery which yeah, they're just the joy and it looks great on my tree and the timing was really perfect because this is the first Christmas that Scott and I are just like doing our own Christmas because we yeah. can't go home yeah. so our tree was like kind of bare because we don't Aww. have that many ornaments. We don't have ornaments yeah yeah so to add an ornament was really wonderful thank you very much can you take a picture of it on your tree I'll share it on our Instagram oh yeah good idea um, my favorite part, so my mom did all the work, um, but my favorite <laughs> part was that I helped her package them, and we happened to find some Breaking Dawn stickers that I had, like, I'm in the sticker box. Envelope. <laughs> and so you guys also both have Breaking Dawn stickers all the way. like, where in the world did those come from? Deep the in the recesses of the Valcarce house. That's that is where those stickers came so from. So beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, that was like the most surprising and most like just awe-inspiring part of the package for sure. Um, I keep every like letter or note that I get because I'm the youngest in my family. And so statistically, I will probably outlive everyone. And when I'm really old, I want to remember <laughs> that they loved me. Um, oh, so wow. that has extended to just like every note that I get. And I'm keeping the envelope. Aww, like in nice. one of my many boxes of notes and cards that I've got. I also life. have boxes of notes and cards, I but it has too. nothing to do with me being the youngest and me outliving everyone. I do sometimes think like, okay, <laughs> well, there's you. nothing particularly <laughs> special about this note, but I do want a certain number of notes from each person. It's like the catalog that people like me. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I said. <laughs> like that's it. I don't really an anticipate meeting them when everyone's dead anyway. It's the same. I'm just, you know, thinking a little farther ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we should get to <laughs> letters. Yeah, the episode. This is the episode. It's a mini sound without a guest. Um, Happy holidays. Yeah, remember when we were really committed to getting guests on for mini sounds? Oh my God. Turns out that's just like, so much harder like it getting the three of us rounded up is like is oh my god a commitment that we are making but like getting somebody else on that's so hard it was just so much easier in person yeah it was really easy in person it was like swing by we after there. work we're yeah. all here anyway <laughs> yeah and so far we had only had our co-workers on <laughs> and we did scott in work from home yeah he lives here with me basically a co-worker really okay, okay. so do you want to start? Yeah, sure. I want to read um, some of CJ's latest letter. CJ continues to uh, provide us with very fantastic content. And um, this CJ, one, great connections drawn in this email. Oh, they're fantastic. 
CJ also happened to let us know this week that his pronouns are he, him. So apologies if we misgendered you in the past, CJ, it may have happened. Maybe. Yeah, he says, but I'm curious to know which ones did you think I was? And CJ, I did assume that you used he, him, um, but then I second guessed myself later. Oh, that's interesting. I just assumed he, her, mostly because when we look at our stats, um, they're mostly ladies. Like 80% of our listeners are are women, according to, you know, whatever the internet thinks that you are. I assumed they, them. Because oh, wow. The trifecta. <laughs> I know, because because usually I feel like when you're going by initials, you're like trying to keep it purposefully amb- ambiguous, you know? That's like, so untrue. There's so many people who go by initials. I don't know. <laughs> well, well I love that. That answers your question, CJ. Those are our assumptions. <laughs> All of them. okay um so this is mostly for melissa wait i want to say we'll note that those are not technically all the pronouns but it's it's a big that's true it's the main right 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 the main three um cj says shaking my head at you melissa well i guess all of us but really it's melissa for forgetting nosferatu was in the second season episode graveyard shift as the one who is turning the lights on and off oh yeah talking spongebob he also comes back in a more recent episode where it's revealed he's actually the manager of the Krusty Krab during the night shift. So I guess that's what those underwater vampires oh you guys were asking for do. I can't believe I forgot about Nosferatu. I was Nosferatu. so mad at myself. Nosferatu. <laughs> they included a picture. Wow. So funny. I am incredibly disappointed with myself. <laughs> Uh, for listeners, it's a picture of Nosferatu wearing the like crusty crab uniform <laughs> hat. <laughs> Nosferatu. Oh, that's, that's like one of the funniest lines. Yes. What do you? What else do you remember about this episode? Like, do you learn anything about the Nosferatu? Slinging, the slinging, the slash slinging, the bash ringing, the hash slinging slasher. <laughs> okay, Olivia. Since you haven't seen it. Spongebob is working at the Krusty Krab overnight and he gets scared because he hears about the hash slinging slasher, which from Squidward um, is funny because he's trying to make, you know, fun you're of- making hash, you right. get slashed, right? Lol, lol, lol. He um, like cut off his arm with a spatula or something. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like Squidward's there and they prank each other and they figure out oh i was pranking you you were pranking me that's why all the scary stuff happened but mm-hmm. then like but then who was turning the lights on and, <laughs> on and off and the camera like zooms over and there's no sparatu like doing the light, like the light go, switch no sparatu <laughs> that's very silly it's, it's such a great a episode <laughs> CJ adds um, that the Krusty Krab night shift is probably where Edward spent most of his time during New Moon, too. <laughs> and that space vampires are still screwed, though, with nothing to feed on, no propulsion system, or way to die. They're stuck floating on an endless black void burning forever. You're right. I feel like Edward would be like, and I used my superhuman power right. to pull off a single hair, and I correctly 
figured out my trajectory right, to right. aim me to the nearest you, habitable planet. You literally can't aim yourself because there's no air okay, to but Edward to like use friction again. No, like there's no vampire power that can create friction in space. He, there's just no he friction. takes his hair it. off, so it equal opposite force. You know, <laughs> like pushing the hair away from him would propel him in a direction. He would just use his, you know, big brain and his psychic ability to, like, I don't know, push out enough mental force. <laughs> it would no. become physical. <laughs> there's nothing to push against because there's his no hair. air molecules. His hair. I thought I thought about it. He pulls out <laughs> a single hair, pushes it away from him, and that propels him in the other direction. You know, I just, it's in these moments that I, like, remember how much more about science you guys know than I do. I was an astro- astronomy minor. So. Astrologist? <laughs> Me too! <laughs> yeah, you guys hey, are so much yeah, smarter. Great email. That, there's, e- there's more, even. Um, CJ sent this link to a Midnight Sun Q&A. Look, here's the thing. I watched some of these. I did not consume all of them. Um, first, I did watch like the first 10 minutes of this one and I learned that we need to issue a correction, which is that, do you remember when I watched one of these and Stephanie was talking to a person called Megan and we were like, oh, it must be her editor. Yes. Not her editor. It's just another Megan in her life. Oh. When we were talking about that, we were wrong. We're publishing insiders without enough information to actually. I'm never right about that. Well, (laughs) this time you were. No. Um. (laughs) <laughs> the part of this that CJ shared is that um, it's just a Q&A, so she's answering like a billion questions, which is exactly what I don't like consuming, TBH. <laughs> and um, somebody asked, what would have happened in Twilight if Edward could read Bella's mind? Which we, you know, we speculate about all the time. Yeah. And her answer is basically that he still would have fallen in love with her. And honestly, it might have happened even faster because instead of like waiting to see how saintly and nice she is, he would have just known right away. Except he would have understood that actually she's a terrible friend and she's not that great (laughs) of a person, just like everyone else. But he'd be like, oh, but she's so perceptive because she's a bad friend to Jessica. But I mean, I guess (laughs) if he can or cannot read his read her mind, he she still has like depthless brown eyes. Yep, (laughs) she and she still smells incredibly. Oh yeah, the whole smelling incredibly thing. Yes, is very persuasive. I actually did watch this video, and unlike CJ, I did not watch all of it. Yeah, watched the two hours. When it aired, remember, like when Midnight Sun oh, came out. That's the one out? that you watched. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's two hours. Okay, let of me listeners click like the link jumping now in. to see if I actually did watch this one or if it was another one. I didn't watch any of them. Oh, you know what? Maybe the, I didn't watch this. The fans like jump in and show up in video periodically. Oh, they, like, I didn't see this. Okay, I'm gonna watch it later. Please. I watched the Barnes and Noble back. one, not this gotcha. one. Great email, CJ. Thank you so much. I mean, just top-notch content. Um, Adriana 
I wrote back to her because Adriana is the only one to my knowledge, right in again, if I missed you, that wants to play among us with <laughs> Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I was like, Adriana, here's the discord where I play. Um, please join. <laughs> Sorry that no one else wants to role play with us as the Cullen. And Adriana joined and says, for my name, you can honestly pronounce it however you prefer it. I'm used to it. Adriana, how do you <laughs> say it? How do you say it? Yeah, I want to know how you actually say your name. Yeah, it's like me being like, oh yeah, sometimes people say Maya instead of Maya. Like, you can say whatever. Like, that's fine, but one of them is my Is correct, name. right. Right, <laughs> one of them is right. Yeah. Um... She says, on a more Twilight-related note, at my local thrift store recently, I found the Twilight Director's Notebook, so I obviously bought it. Excellent choice. And oh boy, did I learn some interesting stuff. Oh my gosh, I want to know. I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Adriana told me first, and now I'm going to tell you. Personal favorites were learning that they originally wanted long hair for Edward, the sketches looked like Robert Pattinson's hair in The King, and that Pattinson himself picked the infamous spider monkey line from several options because, of course, he did. He is controlling this movie from the start. (laughs) Yeah, like, could there possibly have been worst ones? Did he pick the worst one because he thought it was funny? Like... I could very much see that happening. Like that whole experience, I don't know how much you guys have seen him talk about it, but you know, there's the infamous story of how he was like playing it really intensely because he understood who Edward was. Right. He was like, this is an immortal emo vampire. (laughs) Like this is... He hates himself. Yeah, he's miserable (laughs) this whole time. And they were like, you have to be like happier or we'll fire you and he was like okay fine (laughs) and so that's why Edward is so like tortured and miserable but also like I don't know just like weirdly cheerful at times (laughs) just like book Edward just like good direction on the part of Catherine Hardwick She's amazing. If anyone knows Catherine Hardwick, please get her get her on our pod. I think we, we actually, already made this plea. <laughs> we have we're like one degree of connection away or whatever. We do know someone who knows her, but it's not a relationship that we can exploit for the podcast. Oh, no. I I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a work relationship that would be inappropriate to pull. We'll yeah, tell you okay. later, Melissa. We'll tell you now. I'll I'll no. put it in the chat. Olivia, do you want to read the next one? Oh, sure. Um, We also have another email uh, from Eric. Eric! I I really like this email because he says, I'm super busy tonight and procrastinating and somehow got on the theme of Washington State. I love not having context for this. Then I was looking up Seattle and places around it just because. And then I was like, wait, where's Port Angeles and Forks? Long story short, I found these street view photos from Forks, Washington that are absolutely nefarious only a block from the high school. Okay, he attached two photos. It's a pretty, I don't know, it's like a businessy area. There's a building made of bricks, like multicolored bricks. One of them is just a white van sitting at the corner. Ew. And the other one has one of those like V-shaped sidewalk signs, which says 
Teen Forks Twilight Tours, that direction, which is adorable. Uh, Pointing says, to like a shadowy entrance. Yeah, there's sort of nothing. There's like a very strange shadowed entrance. Eric says, the white van, the dark entry, the shades, the shabby Twilight Tour sign. This is literally the site of a cult. Here's my immediate <laughs> reaction. One, I loved this. Two, <laughs> suspiciously sunny. Oh, it's it's bright sun. Okay, maybe Google picked a day that it was like maybe Google can't do the Google thing on rainy days. That was my assumption. I was like, maybe probably Google have to be able to get Google like thing. like <laughs> clear, you know, views of street signs and stuff. Have you ever seen photos of how Google does Street View? It's just like a little car with like a with giant like a camera thing. contraption on the top. Yeah, of it and it just yeah, I've seen around. it. I saw it when In they did Wesley. Yeah. If Are you, you on the Google Street View? I probably am. You've never checked? I've never checked. <gasps> but I saw them filming Wellesley, so. That's so funny. If the cameras were on at that time, I must be Who on. Knows? We'll have to find you. Yeah, well, we'll let's investigate. Um, I do think that, now. like, half of the town of Forks has just become a Twilight cult. Which is probably, like, good for tourism and business. It's- very good for tourism like they do twilight tours but imagine if you were like a charlie just living your life in forks yeah like if you were literally the police chief and then like (laughs) you just lived in this town of like seven thousand people and you were like god damn it and then suddenly you're the police chief of a tourism mecca pain in the ass Oh my god, and the police chief in the book is a major character. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody drives by the police station. Or I wonder if people call him Charlie. Chief. I hope not for that person's. Okay, I searched Fork's police chief and it like auto-finished to fired because uh. oh wow, there's a lot going on. <gasps> oh god, is that oh, like fuck. right now? Like this year? No, this so- is through time. Forks police chief fired by new mayor. Forks officer accused of rape resigns for medical reasons. A Clallam County sergeant fatally shot a man in 2016. This is not fun. I'm not fun. Abandon this search. Abandon shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go back to looking for myself on this. You know what? Let's transition instead to Christmas. Christmas! We wanted to talk about Christmas in Twilight. Listen, there's not that much material. We got the one page in Midnight Sun about Carl and the tree. I know the new story about Christmas. Yeah. I searched the illustrated guide and, you know, there's not that much. All there is is they did plot breakdowns of each book and you <laughs> haven't read the books I make fun but you know what I guess it was helpful for me personally because I referenced it for this so in Breaking Dawn they celebrate Christmas and Bella yes. gets Renesmee a locket that says yes. like oh, right. my own life which I had completely forgotten and right. or blocked out <laughs> right we cover two Christmases in the in the four books the first one is not mentioned because it's post breakup and Bella's just really depressed and it's not addressed. And then the second one is already post vampire, post Renee. And it's just like a cute little 
Christmas scene, I think. Yeah. We, in our group chat, were discussing, you know, Christmas and the Cullens. And listeners, I would like to know what you think the Cullens would do for Christmas. I feel like they do celebrate because anything to just like break up the monotony of their lives. So too. Plus, you know, like Carlisle Alice. definitely does it. Yeah, Carlisle is he's in religious it. too. You're right, Christ <laughs> part. You're right. Alice is in it for the decorations. Like I'm totally. sure Alice goes like way to maybe they like Alice forces all of them to go on a Christmas tree hunt. And they like whatever, like knock it down barehanded. <laughs> they just and yet it it's a ground. perfectly clean cut. <laughs> they like go to an old growth forest and cut down a really nice, very large tree for themselves. <laughs> it's put in their mansion. And... They put it inside their mansion. Maya raised the point of like they're definitely difficult people to buy gifts for because they're so hella rich. Like, what do you? buys us they probably like buy each other cars oh well yeah i'm assuming you just like get each other at this point like these non-tangible things like listen i bought you this this company They're like here you go that's a very tangible thing Melissa. i don't know <laughs> that makes you even more money in the long run i guess but like you can't like, hold a company but what I wonder, value do they have for money at this point like they well, have maybe so like, much to give more money is kind of like giving nothing do you think Edward has ever owned a baseball team? No, it's probably too high profile. Yeah, that's, I was about to say that's like too high the profile. owners can are kind of like it's the owners aren't that much in the public eye. Like random ass people own sports teams. Like famous celebrities own sports teams. But you don't have to be famous to own a sports team. Like yeah, they're famous. They can't be famous. No, but I'm just saying it's a thing that celebrities do, but it's doesn't confer celebrity upon you to own a sports team i feel like it might like can you be anonymous like maybe not when somebody anonymous. buys a team i'm sure that like you know it's the sports the people know about it but it could right. just be like oh this random rich person that nobody's ever heard of right just like make up a name and do it entirely it would be online. interesting for like one article for like one day but i don't think people would like that sounds like something you could get away with maybe maybe it depends on the team yeah true <laughs> You can't like wonder, buy the Yankees and not have right, nobody right. notice or ask who you are. But I wonder if they like have teams that they support because they move around so much. Like, do they have time to become attached to a team? Do they just right. support whoever is in their area? Do they care no. about the Cincinnati Bengals? They probably don't. None care of about them the are Cincinnati from Cincinnati, Bengals, so probably so. not. <laughs> but like, I'm saying, like Edward, like is from Chicago. You might Bears like Chicago fan. teams. Bears fan. I could see it. Also, I've clicked okay, around. But- I do not see myself on the Wellesley Google <laughs> But I am feeling like, oh no, hiccups. Very powerful <laughs> nostalgia. I'm like, oh, take me home. Oh, Wellesley. Um, also, Edward is impossible to buy for because he can read your mind. Mm, yeah. What do you yeah, you got to not think about it. Go to the store decide there. Okay, right, so. or just like not even look at what you're buying. Just like go online with your eyes closed. Click something. <laughs> like, click wow, on great gift. <laughs> That'd be kind of like, You can't know what I got you because I don't know what I got you. <laughs> okay, here's a question that I posed that I would really want an answer to. Okay, 
So Jesus was a literal historical person that lived. Oh, this interests like, me. Yes. Did, you know, like whether or not you believe in like the religious Jesus and the miracle Jesus is separate from the truth that like there was a dude named Jesus who lived and got attention. Right. That was like roughly 2000 years ago. How old is Aro right. again? There, like, I checked. I double checked. They're from like 14 or 1200 BC. So they are pre-Jesus and they were in they're Italy. They're pre-Jesus? Like they were around. By a lot. Wow, they they're around ancient. in Italy for Jesus. If I were a vampire and I heard, oh, there's this guy who's doing miracles, I'd be like, I want to go see those miracles. <laughs> like, so, I would check it out. So they must know but like, a lot I about just, Jesus. If you're them, however many thousand years old, and like you lived through all these things, like just like a regular dude you know, either does or does not become a religious figure and has this entire religion based on it. Like I would be so, I don't know, just sort of like jaded to what people believe in. (laughs) Does that make sense? Well, yeah, if you like watched it. Well, watch it happen. I mean, well, we see Edward go through this. Edward's like, I am God. Well, I and think like, Jesus, I mean, my main question is, was Jesus a vampire or not? Because if he was doing right. miracles, then like, they also would have been like, well, if he's doing miracles. Yo, we drink his because blood. He's a vampire. We drink the blood of Christ. Oh that yeah, the blood the of vampires. Christ thing is very vampire But that would make us the vampire. Jesus was a vampire who thought that the way that you become a vampire is by drinking vampire blood. And so right. he was trying Right. To create a to give us all immortal life. Exactly. <laughs> he just didn't understand the vampire lore. And he lore. was just wrong about how vampires Right. <laughs> oh, this is so sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. Like big time. I mean, if he was just a human, if he wasn't a vampire, then they were just like, oh, that's just like a human. And now all these humans believe this but what they already thought that so i don't have to at some point have some vampire be like listen i am god or whatever and i'm going to do what i can to have people follow me like it has to have happened at some point that a vampire created a religion because they could or just like, or like tried. Yeah, just like I have the ability to live forever and also. I mean, this supports Jesus was a vampire. Exactly. That's what I'm and saying. And even, even like the early death and resurrection is like at yeah. some point he has to deal with the fact that he's immortal. So faking your death early on to become martyred seems like a great strategy. Right. I'm saying I, it makes total sense to me that Jesus is a vampire. But then what does Jesus do after that? You fake your death. You come then back. You get you're to like, watch I'm back. The entire planet become obsessed with you. Yes, exactly. Forevermore. And then he just Forever like more. hangs out in Rome or whatever. What if like, he could be like controlling all the popes. It could be like the popes have a direct line to God because Jesus is still alive and he only- <laughs> Just hanging out. I mean, like, oh my gosh our entire like economy has become based around this holiday that technically celebrates the birth of jesus 
Like, oh, now it does. I mean, Christmas is also totally based on pagan celebrations. Okay, yeah, but I'm just saying it's technically like everyone's like, oh, it's about the birth of Jesus. Yeah. So like, and like our entire like economy right now, it's been like, okay, it's Christmas. Let's buy each other shit. And it's what's saving us. But like, that's technically because that Christmas is a holiday now and when did Christmas become a holiday I don't know you know I'm trying to trace it all back okay but if I were if I were vampire Jesus I would look at like the world and what has been done in the name of Christianity and I'd be like um that's not what I said though and I'd be really mad that I have to watch everybody do this unless you wanted to instill chaos or you if could you just keep coming back. Chaos, you probably wouldn't be like, love each other. Okay, if I was no, it's, Empire it's, Jesus. She's thinking long term. I would probably <laughs> continue to come back as a new prophet. I would, like the return of Jesus that is coming would have happened a long time ago because you'd be so frustrated with everything. Right, and you get bored. Well, this I feel like is getting close to my actual religious belief. Which, <laughs> okay. listeners, my family is Baha'i. Um, which is not weird. Just a lot of people haven't heard of it. Doesn't mean it's weird. It's just small. Our belief is like, okay, you know how all the religions basically say the same thing, like be nice to each other? That's Mm -hmm. because they all come from the same God. So everyone's right. That's That's the belief. (laughs) That makes lots of sense. It's very logical. Jesus is a lot more complicated in the vampire world than God. Because obviously God can still be separate from vampires and there's definitely i'm sure there are vampires who don't believe in god because they just get a god complex as edward slightly has even though he won't say it (laughs) but then he does at the end (laughs) so we've covered the is jesus a vampire but i'm more interested in like which living vampires knew jesus like i would just like to know so I mean, if I'm ever in a Q&A with Stephanie Meyer, like, which of the Volturi, don't say none Vol- of them. Did the Volturi at least one? I feel yeah. like probably all of them. Probably all three of them. Like, did that? I mean, minimum Aro, because he's the one obsessed with collecting people, right? right? So like, if there's somebody claiming to do miracles, he's going to go check it right. out. Right, he's going to collect Jesus. Oh, my god holy crow okay so did he like try to collect jesus and jesus was like mm, i have a higher plan <laughs> he successfully collect jesus and so jesus is a vampire and that's why jesus was able to come back <laughs> wow <laughs> but if so that would mean like aro collects you with the hope that you're going to stay in the Volturi right forever but you don't have to that. but you don't have to yeah but you don't have to but like did aro get mad that jesus wanted to leave the Volturi and that's why we don't see jesus around and so aro killed jesus <laughs> oh god i don't think he would waste it he wouldn't waste the uh oh yeah the gift the potential the, the talent the gift what would jesus's vampire power be when you have real human miracle powers because you're god what how does that manifest as a vampire 
Like, what if you? What if you? What if we actually thought that Bella was a witch, and well, then I mean, you turn her into a vampire? Like, what happens? And do they just like? I'm nullify? still on the Jesus thing. I think that um, his power would have to be love, obviously, right? Okay, that's not real though. <laughs> Melissa, the only magic that is real in our lives is the magic oh, of love. My God. Or the magic of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. There's that too. I guess we have more magic. Okay, well, Aro collects the power of love. He collects people who well, can like torture it comes you out as miracles. <laughs> okay, what were Jesus's miracles? There was walking, walking on, on water, water which turning. vampires can already do. Oh, yeah. Can <laughs> yeah. They can't yeah. slowly walk on water. They can only fast walk on water. I don't know. They could like hide me. They can't oh, turn God. water into wine. We don't know any vampires who can heal any wound. Yeah. He could he heal, heal any wound. There was the the loaves and the fishies. The loaves and the fishes. I yeah, mean, vampires know a can't, lot more about Vampires can't turn food into more food. They can't make a plant grow faster than the plant's going to grow. That we know of. So these are like some non-vampire miracles. That I would think would have appeal to, to a vampire for sure. <laughs> yeah. like if you can turn fish into more fish can you turn blood into more blood if you can turn water into wine can you turn water into blood probably i wonder if you can like like oh this is a great vintage like <laughs> of what of blood of blood or wine like or of jesus wine <laughs> like whichever but can could jesus be like i'm gonna make it taste really good this time <laughs> you know i'm just realizing in this episode that i know very little um, about a variety about of religions <laughs> Well, this is a very sacrilegious conversation yeah we're gonna have to put a warning in the um in the description of this episode that this is extremely sacrilegious i mean just so everybody knows i'm not a very jesus-y person and yet i'm still like oh my god we're talking about jesus real casual <laughs> i mean i don't want to offend I'm technically other catholic i don't are you not allowed to talk about jesus i mean well, i think I the think... whole point is to talk about jesus yeah i don't <laughs> I don't think that they want you asking if Jesus was a vampire, much less like coming to the conclusion that Jesus was a vampire, but also I you mean, I'm a, gonna get us in trouble. I'm a religious person who support, you know, a, I support a religion who supports just talking about the religious figure, whether or not it's like, you know, like it's like any publicity is good publicity, you know? <laughs> I got into a fight with my grandma one time because I was like, well, you know, like Jesus wasn't white. And she was like, well, we weren't there. We, we didn't know. And it's like, well, we do know because we know what people at that time looked like in that <laughs> geographical area and they're not white. So we do Fun. know. Fun convo. And listeners, if you're like, okay, but what's wrong with Jesus being white? If you're that tied to Jesus being white, that means that like intrinsically you think that like being white is better. That's so true. um go ahead and just love your brown Jesus. Love it. It's chill. 
Anyways, uh, so, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays. Please also, happy other winter holidays. Yeah, happy solstice. That's coming happy up. Yule. Happy, happy Hanukkah we already Hanukkah. ended. Yeah. Well, actually, we didn't because we said happy Hanukkah yeah, last happy. time. So we didn't miss Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, we didn't miss Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, happy other Kwanzaa. Things if you celebrate Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, hit me up. Yeah, do I'm people the black celebrate one, and I don't <laughs> celebrate Kwanzaa. Do people um, celebrate Kwanzaa? I mean, people do. People do. People do. <laughs> yeah. That's why you learn about it. <laughs> well, it always felt very tokenized to me. So, like, having grown up in a very white area, it kind of felt like, well, we have to mention this, too. And then I learned that it was, I mean, it was invented pretty recently, right? I think so. I don't know anything about it. Anyways, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy. Listen, happy anything, whatever you celebrate. This is just a celebratory time of the year. Not participating in capitalism for a short period of time. Like, I just just want to celebrate. celebrate. We stop working, but then we buy a bunch of shit. So I guess we're still participating in capitalism. A little bit. Fuck capitalism. Whatever. I like buying things, though. Remember Harry Potter when they would say Happy Christmas and you were like, Christmas. what is this? <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Yeah, the Brits uh, really do say that. Yeah. Um, tell us I mean, how we're you the like to ones, wish a usual. happy holiday. America's the weird ones. <laughs> um, and write in with your headcanon on like, if the Volturi met the historical Jesus, what you think they would have done. Like, perhaps that's proof that Jesus didn't actually perform any miracles, because if so, the Volturi would still be talking about it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Email us about Vampire Jesus at podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, check out our Patreon, Patreon at Podcast. also. Thank you to our patrons, Jillian, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Josh, Karen, Ed, and Bailey. You can follow us at Twilight. Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing to the Twilight Universe and all characters except not Vampire Jesus. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't have Jesus. Please don't sue us. <laughs> Whose turn is it to edit? I'm doing it. Audio editing by Maya Marlette, cover Thanks, image Maya. by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We won't be back next week. No, we won't. But we'll be back hopefully the week after that. Maybe. (laughs) Fingers crossed. And if you don't like it, invite me. You can bite me. (laughs) You can bite me. Christmas.